Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be friend zoned. I've got two emails I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a guy, he's pretty young, and his problem is he's in love with his best friend, who obviously happens to be a woman, but she has a boyfriend. And he wants to know what he can do to win her over because her boyfriend is a real jerk. The second email is from a guy who about two years ago was really interested in this girl and she stuck him in friend zone and basically said there's absolutely no way in hell I would ever date him, not going to happen and I started doing email coaching with him a little over a year ago and he's finally had a breakthrough success after many facepalm moments on my behalf as his coach when I tell him or suggest what he should do and he either does the opposite or maybe listens to about half of it. And this guy really struggled with maintaining his emotional center and just completely losing his shit. And so he finally recently spent some time, made some progress, and this girl even invited him into her bedroom when they started fooling around on her couch, which is like a huge thing for him. I mean, as a coach, obviously it's not it'd be nice if you could just suggest people to do things and they just handle it, but I mean, I, I didn't learn this stuff overnight and it took me a long time to learn how to maintain my own emotional center. So it's a good, really good success story. It's not hugely awesome but I mean it's a major turnaround considering this woman two years ago was like, <laughs> no way in hell dude. To now she's like, hmm, I wonder how I'm going to feel about this tomorrow. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through the first guy's email. And the quote says, Everyone wants to win and be successful at creating the life and lifestyle of their dreams. However, most people are unwilling to focus, prepare, and develop their skills so they can increase their value in both their, both their personal and professional lives. Mediocre people make excuses and listen to those who justify why being realistic and settling for less than what they are capable of simply because misery tends to love company. In other words, mediocre people sabotage other people's success and dreams simply because it justifies continued mediocrity in their own lives. If the people in your personal and professional life are not high achievers who lift you up and encourage and support your grandest dreams, the reality is they are going to hold you back and inhibit your progress. You can't reach your full potential when you are surrounded by and influenced by mediocre minds. There is a, a, a quote from Einstein. He said, great spirits have always encountered resistance from mediocre minds. Love that quote. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hey, Coach Corey, I found your website and subsequent YouTube videos a month, a few months ago, and I binged two or three times a day ever since. You've danced around this subject before. I don't dance around nothing, my friend. I'm in your face. I don't blow sunshine up anybody's ass. That is just the brutal honesty. And I'm about to give you a little brutal honesty because you need it. Because the path that you're going down is not an honorable one and it's not a way to behave if you want to become 
an alpha male or should I say exude the inner alpha male that's already inside you which has been repressed by societal conditioning and seeing way too many fucking sappy movies where the guy falls in love with his female friend and he wants to be with her but of course she's got a jerk that's her boyfriend and this guy's like I'm going to save her from the asshole and of course in the movie they eventually live happily ever after. But in real life, when you act like this guy is acting, which he's acting like a pussy, that's why you stay stuck in friend zone. And it's like when I read this, it's like I used to do the same shit when I was his his age. But this is like as a coach, it's like I say things that are shocking to people. And the idea is to make people wake up and go, I can't believe he said that. Because again, I'm not here to blow sunshine up anybody's ass. I got a short period of time with you and I want to get maximum benefit and impact to influence you to help you go where you want to go in life. He says, I'm 22 and my best friend is a girl. We both never really made moves on each other. We just let our natural connection play out and decided that we worked better as friends. Yeah, we worked better, my ass. More than likely, you brought it up, vomited your feelings on her because I used to do this shit too when I was your age. And she says, we're better off as friends. I heard that so many fucking times in my early 20s. I don't even – so it's like you give me flashbacks, dude. So do me a favor. Listen to what I'm about to tell you because it will help you, which for a while I was fine with. Yeah, sure you were fine with it. You want to fuck her brains out but okay. I'll just sit here and – let my blue balls just go sounds like a great idea that's just so well but in the past few months i have realized i am in love with her as cliche as that is but she has a boyfriend so the bottom line is rejection breeds obsession and here you are you're hung up on a chick who's got a boyfriend she's not available And the more you hang out with her and the more you can have her, you're going to like her more. And that's not a healthy situation for you because right now your skills, your game with women is not getting any better at all. And the only way it's going to get better is for you to go interact with women who are single and ready to mingle. This girl has a boyfriend and it's not healthy and it's not honorable for you to be hanging out with this girl with the intention of trying to get – an opportunity where you can rip off this dude's girlfriend. It's not cool, dude. And the bottom line is if you are able to pull her away from him and she cheats on you on him with you, well guess what? Now you've just realized that that's the kind of girl she is. If she cheats on him, she'll cheat on you. But obviously in the movies when you see the fantasy, the guy pulls her away and she just falls in love and they live happily ever after. But what they don't show in the movies is once that dude gets complacent, she starts fucking the next door neighbor or his best friend or whoever. It's just the way people – there's people in this world that don't value loyalty and commitment. Even though they say they want it, when you look at their actions and when you look at how they've been brought up or how they've learned or how they've interacted in their relationships in the past, they really don't fucking care. If they're just not into somebody anymore, they're like, hey, well, I'm not feeling it, so I want to be happy. 
and they go and screw around with somebody else or they line up a replacement and then they ditch the other person after they've been kind of seeing the other person for a while when they were just friends as they tend to tell everybody else. I'm a stereotypical nice guy but trying to get better. And he is a douchebag who grabs her in public if she's talking to guys, makes out with her in front of her friends and tells her she can't hang out with me without him. Well, gee, maybe his spidey sense is tingling a little bit because he knows that you want to rip off his girlfriend and you want to get into her pants. So can you really blame him for not wanting his girlfriend to hang out with you? Because more than likely, if you've told her and she's close to him, she's probably said, yeah, he's got a crush on me and wants to date me. So of course he's not going to want you and her to hang out together. I mean, come on, dude. Think about it. How would you feel if the roles were reversed? If this guy was her friend and you were her boyfriend and this guy is trying to rip her off from you, you wouldn't like that very much, would you? So when you have intentions to try to screw somebody or rip off some guy's girlfriend, you're creating negative karma for yourself, dude. And life will come back around and fucking smack you upside the head when you're least expecting it. And when that happens, you'll think about me and go, man, fucker was right. I mean, here one thing you got to consider about this girl: if she's with this guy and he's a loser and a douchebag, what do you think her self-esteem is? But if you're like for me, when you grow up without a loving mother or father that says "I love you," you're great, I'm proud of you. You never get any attaboys; you just get the shit kicked out of you, or you get ignored. This is normal when you want somebody, but you can't ever. Oh, well, maybe eventually. It's just like me. What you get conditioned to expect is wanting love, wanting to be loved, but not getting it. And then you meet somebody like this who's unavailable. You want love from her, but you can't get it. And it feels normal to you because that's how you grew up. That's what happened to me until I realized how I was unknowingly sabotaging my my success because I would stay hung up on women like this sometimes for years, and then I would ne- I would completely take myself out of the game. And it's just a bad fucking way to go. But after you waste a few years of your life being hung up on a few girls like this and it never goes anywhere, you realize that's really a stupid idea. I just want to win her from him. So you're in an approval-seeking mindset. And an alpha male, can you imagine James Bond going, I'm going to win her. Fuck no. She's not available. He's like, next. I mean, he could get killed tomorrow by the bad guys. He follows his mission and his purpose in life and that's what you should be doing instead of running around like some imaginary white knight is going to save this girl from herself. I mean you really think about it. Do you really want to be with a girl who would date a jealous insecure guy? I think not. She's admitted that she had feelings for me and the timing just didn't line up so I know I'm not grasping at air but at the end of the day she's unavailable. And it's just torture for you to continue hanging out with her when you're single and you want her. And plus, it interferes with your ability to meet somebody because you're taking yourself out of the game completely by staying hung up on her. But in case I fail, I want to keep our friendship intact if possible. 20 years from now, this girl probably won't even be in your life, dude. That's the reality of it. Are there things I can do and say to win her over? Thank you and have a great day. Well, you definitely should review the book because you need to improve your skills. Read it 10 to 15 times. Get out there and apply it. 
Because right now you're like the sappy nice guy. It's her backup plan in case things don't work out, the boyfriend. There's no self-respect in the way that you're behaving and you're actually going to cause her to lose respect for you. And what happens if you sit and you hang around and, and then things go sideways to their boyfriend and then you're just going to be there for her. What happens is you get stuck in friend zone and you think I'm going to finally get my chance and she's like, well, it's too soon. I'm not ready. And you buy that bullshit for six months or a year or God knows how long. And the next thing you know, you find out she's fucking some other dude and you're thinking – but I've been waiting all this time. She's like, yeah, but I'm just not feeling it. Because a man is not going to sit. When a woman's unavailable, he's like, hey, well, if it doesn't work out, get in touch with me. So what I would do if I were you is nothing. I wouldn't call her. I would just stop. Let her do 100% of calling, texting, pursuing from now on. And if she reaches out, she says, hey, let's get together. I got to talk, blah, blah, blah. Just say, you know, I really love you and I really care about you and I really value our friendship. But I got feelings for you and you have a boyfriend and you've admitted that if things were different, you'd want to see me and your boyfriend doesn't like the fact that we hang out and he will not – doesn't want you hanging out with me unless he's there and it's just – it's uncomfortable and quite frankly, I want to find a girl who's single, who's available and who can give me what I want and the more time I spend with you, I mean you're awesome. You're great and you know I'm just – I can't do it anymore. So I think it's best at this point that we just kind of have some distance between us so I can meet somebody. You can focus on your relationship with your boyfriend. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, get in touch with me. I just can't do the friendship thing anymore. It's just I got feelings and it's just it's too tough on me. So I hope you understand. So get in touch with me if it doesn't work out and I'd love to see you. We'll go out. Have some fun. And you see what an awesome guy would treat you like. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Get in touch. If it doesn't, I got to run. See you later. Bye. So review the article, Seven Principles Get Next Back, and then go from there. And if you ever do hear from her, create an opportunity for sex tap. Invite her over to your place to make dinner together, hang out, have fun, and hook up. You obviously spent enough time around her where she's comfortable with you. So if she ever ditches the other dude and she reaches out, that's the best thing that you can do. She'll have more respect for you if you say it to her that way as opposed to just sitting around like a little fucking puppy dog waiting for her to tell you what to do because if you sit around like a puppy dog dude you're gonna be cute she'll like to pet you every now and then but no you're not gonna get any poussois that way my friend and plus if you start dating and interacting with other women you'll get some skills you'll get some practice and you'll improve your life so if she ever does reach out you'll be prepared because right now your skills suck that's the reality of it and the only way they're gonna get better is if you practice. That means reading the book 10 to 15 times. That means getting out there and applying it and learning these skills. So that way if she ever does become single and she reaches out to you, now you actually act like a masculine man does and that will create attraction because right now you're like a super duper beta male and you're not going to get anywhere with that behavior, dude. And that's just the reality of it. So let's go to the second guy's email. He says, hey, Corey, I just wanted to give you a quick update on my current situation. It's more showing my appreciation than needing help. I would love to see you do a newsletter with my story to help my fallen friend-zoned warriors and let them know that your stuff works even when you fuck up several times like I did. And he did do a lot of fucking up. A lot of times he did the opposite of what I suggested or did maybe half of what I suggested. But obviously with his latest success, which we're going to see here in a second, that these are the kinds of things that incrementally build your confidence. 
Repetition is the mother of skill. Experience builds confidence and it builds wisdom. But if you're not interacting with women, how are your skills going to get better? They're not. You just stay the same. After my walkaway girl reached out again, I set a FaceTime date like you recommended in my previous email. They don't live in the same city. There's a little bit of distance involved. Like I think he's from the, in the US and she's in Europe. I don't know if they were going to school together or what, what it was. But he's not in the country very much. So what had happened in the previous emails, he'd walked away because she was constantly trying to friend zone him, keep him as a text buddy and all this bullshit. And he finally put his foot down and just said, you're awesome and you're amazing, but I'm just not interested in friendship. And you know, unless things change, you know, please respect my li- wishes and let me move on with my life. He says, I set a FaceTime date like you recommended in my previous email just to find out that she tried to friend zone me again. Well, if you've been a big floppy cock in the past, like this guy has been over the past several years that he's known this girl, she's always been able to intimidate him and get him to cave because that's what happens to guys. They think, OK, well, maybe this time will be all right. I'll just be nice. or right, I'll be the friend for a little bit and maybe things will change. It's like, no, you just completely went back on your word. Women want a man who says what he means and means what he says. If you're a big floppy cock and you say one thing and you do another, they're not going to trust your masculine core. I was feeling down like hell but I did tell her again that I'm not interested in friends only or texting buddies and that she should only call again if she changed her mind. That was really hard. It took months and months for him to grow a set of balls to get to the point where he could say that to her. And I'd been telling him to say that all along. And finally, he put his foot down. It took him almost a year to do it, but he finally did it. Better late than never. I mean, everybody's going at a different pace, and that's fine. But as long as you're making a little bit of progress, the goal is to try to get a little better each day. This guy took literally a whole year to get to the point where he's at with this girl. So there I was again, friend-zoned by the girl I would love to have something romantic with. All that after being on an emotional high because of her texting me and me having expectations and trying to get everything right. I deleted every picture of her, her number, and unfollowed her on Facebook to make sure I can move on with my life as fast as possible. Well, the cool thing about Facebook is that you can unfollow somebody's news feed. You don't unfriend them because they're like, hey, what happened? But if you unfollow them, they don't know any difference. You just won't see the shit that they post in your news feed to be constantly reminded of them. He says, the last weekend I was traveling to my hometown in Germany because one of my relatives was going to get surgery and they wanted me to be there. I used the time to go have dinner with my old friends and fate decided to let her run into me that night. I was indifferent just like the situation you describe in your book where you met that girl in the street on the way to a bar. Yep, it's one of the examples in my book. I just fucked up so badly. It's just like, hey, if she likes me, she knows my number. She knows how to get in touch. And she ended up emailing me. And the rest, well, you'll just have to read the book to find that out. I just waved to her, said hi, and went on having a good time with my buddies because I did decide that I would never again suffer because of her. And that's why I talk about in countless emails that I've done over the years. Because like sometimes guys are in these situations where they work with girls or they're friends or they're in the same social circle. And if you see somebody that's friend zoned you, wave, say hello, be friendly and then go about your business. And that's what I 
teach in my book. That's what I learned to do and it works the best. It's not about being a dick to them. It's just saying, oh, hey, it was great chatting with you, but I got to run. Have a great night. Yesterday, because it's the complete opposite of what you always have done. The idea is if you're focused on your outcome, which is you want something romantic and all this person ever has for you is something platonic, well, quite frankly, they're getting in the fucking way of the romance that you want to create in your life. So therefore, I'm not interested in – you're not going to say this, but you're not going to be interested in interacting with somebody who's just constantly offering you friend zone. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it and that's what he's doing. He's being nice. He's being respectful but he's not going out of his way. He's just like, eh, just another person I know here. Yesterday, the day before traveling back to the US, I got a text from her saying that she was expecting me to call her or to text her after we saw each other. Of course she was. It's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And here you are, you have a woman that's firmly said, no way, friend zone, that's it, forever and ever, it's the way it's going to be. And now he's living his life and doing his own thing and she's going, huh? Just like the girl I wrote about in my book. She had asked my friends how long I was going to stay in Germany and got afraid that I would not text her. So she texted me the last night. Scarcity creates value. You are a scarce resource. And she's like, well, he's going to leave and not even call me or text me. He's like, what's the deal? Does he have a girlfriend? What's going on? Cats are curious. This is where mystery comes in. Being mysterious, her not being – remember, it's, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. He's not being a dick. He's not being manipulative. He's just matter-of-factly already told her many times what he wanted and he's consistent with what he told her. I'm not interested in being friends and therefore when he sees her, he's nice to her but he's not wasting any time with her because the time that he wastes with somebody that's offering something platonic is time that he could be spending with somebody potentially that could offer her him romance. I told her that I think she is just not used to men doing what they say they would do and that for me, no contact means no contact forever unless she was willing to explore something more than just friends. Then I went on with, hey, but I'm still in town tonight. That text was about 9 p.m. After two more text exchanges, she told me that she did not know about all this. Sex has to be the man's fault. But that she already lost everything with me and she wanted to see me again that night. So basically she realized I'm going to lose you forever if, you, if I don't do something. To shorten the story, she rejected her girlfriend who was going to sleep at her house that night. Traction level cuts through everything. She had plans and everything. I was like, well, sorry, I can't see you tonight. Got to see so-and-so. To hang out with me after I made it clear that I would only meet her if she dropped the Just Friends label and we could have a good time and see where it goes. You see what's going on here? Because he was such a floppy cock for a couple of years. She's really fucking trying a thousand different fucking ways to get him to cave and agree to being friends. And he's like, nope. She texts him. He's like, nope. He sees her in public. Nope. She's called him. Nope. Even at the last second here. Nope. This is negotiation. Great negotiators, this is what they do. They're like, no, these terms are not to my liking. 
The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. That means walking away forever. That means no birthdays, nothing. As far as you're concerned, that person is dead to you. They don't exist anymore. We had a great time ending with me spending my last hours in Germany making out in bed with her. Dude, can you imagine just making out after a fucking two years? Finally, he's making out in bed with her. After she said a couple years ago, told one of his friends, there is no way in hell I would ever date him or have anything romantic with him. And here she is making out, inviting him over, canceling plans with her girlfriend. Women vote with their feet. If they're with you, guess who they voted for? In this moment, I was thinking about her telling me she did not see me that way a few months ago. And I remembered her best girlfriend telling my best friend two years ago that she would never get involved with me in any way. Never. Uh huh. Then I thought about you, Mr. Corey Wayne, the one that helped me to prove them all wrong. Finally having the feeling of being with someone I'm really excited to be with was fucking awesome and felt so unreal. At the end of the day, it was all in your head and you had a operating system going around in your brain that was getting in the way of you achieving your outcomes. You were sabotaging your own success and you didn't even realize it. You were mind-fucking yourself and you didn't realize it. You were mind-fucking yourself without a happy finish. We kissed, touched, and I sucked on her tits and rubbed her sweet spot, but I could not seal the deal completely. Even though he's made a lot of progress, he didn't read the book 10 to 15 times and therefore he was not prepared. What does Confucius say? Success depends upon prior preparation. Without said preparation, there is sure to be failure. He didn't know two steps forward, one step back very well, and therefore he even knows it. He says, I think I might have fucked up the two steps forward and one step backward technique a bit because she invited me into her bed after we made out on the couch. Yeah, that means we're about to have sex as long as you don't fuck it up or talk me out of it. I think I might have gotten laid that night if I knew the material a bit better. You think? He's a little bit of a slow learner but dude, it's a fucking great victory because I know not everybody's going to be able to read the book one time and boom change everything around you go the key is to go at your own pace everybody's fucking different everybody's at a different place everybody has different gaps in their knowledge but all the kissing was initiated by me or me telling her to kiss me she was rubbing my back and mentioned a few times that she did not know how she would feel about all this the day after sex has to be the man's fault it's confusing because she said nothing's ever going to happen and then all of a sudden she's got all these feelings and all these tinglings going on. Where'd that come from? I never thought it would happen. I never thought it would go beyond friendship with you. That confused me a bit but I focused on us having a good night. As I started thinking about it on the plane, I felt a bit insecure. Could it be that she just let me have what I wanted for one night in order to get her texting buddy back? Nah, dude, you created attraction. But you see his mindset. It's not a positive, uplifting one. But these kinds of things here, these kinds of events, this is the shit that scrambles your brain. This is the kind of shit that undoes all that negative programming that you've accumulated over your lifetime. Because even though you might believe one thing, this is your experience. You can't deny that you were sucking on those titties. You can't deny that you were sucking face with her 
or that she reached out to you and did all the pursuing and invited you into her bedroom. Is that something women do or is this my limiting belief telling me I can't have something great without bullshit? Well, obviously your limiting belief. I will go back to Germany in January next year for three weeks. She does not know that and now would like to have your last guidance to get it right. Nothing's going to change, dude. You're not going to Germany to see her. You're going to Germany to see other people. And if she happens to find out that you're there, she can get in touch with you. Remember, at this point, she has to earn another chance with you, not the other way around. And you were nice enough to come over to her house and all that, but at the end of the day, you didn't get any poussoir. You almost got close. You got second and the third base, but you didn't get the home plate. You didn't score the home run, but dude, it's a victory. How should I go about it besides letting her do 100% of the calling, texting, pursuing and making dates when she does? That's it. It's a simple formula. Again, read the book 10 to 15 times, dude. Get prepared and practice with other women and learn seven principles. Get an X back. Should I ask what she thinks about the last night we spent together or just ignore the mixed signals? There is no mixed signals, dude. It was just you and your experience level. Once again, thank you, Corey, for coaching me. And I would definitely not talk about what she thinks about the other night because all that will do is cause her to go, should I think something different? Hang out, have fun, hook up, dude. It's a simple fucking formula. Don't try to complicate it and don't try to look for reasons to fuck it up and overcomplicate things because then you'll just really screw it up. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.